Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. If you're a new listener, hi, nice to see you here. If you are not new, thank you for coming back. Um, we are 28 days in. If it was February, I would have done a full month, but it's not, so I haven't. Um, it's been great to hear from so many people. If you are enjoying this, please share it. So it is Monday, happy Monday, and I know lots of people kind of binge listen or listen to a few episodes in one go, so I'll tell you that it is the 24th of January, but I guess more to the point of if you are trying to do something positive every day or just trying to get through the day every day, I am here with you and I'm here for you. And let's find out, speaking of people that are always here for you, uh, what's going on on my village Facebook page. So um, there's some, I mean, some brutal tree cutting, not nice. Someone's taking a load of pictures. Um, let's see, it looks a right mess. Yes, I would agree with you, Brian. It looks unnecessarily harsh. Um, Cinderella opening night, little bit of panto in January. I quite like that idea. Um, and the washstand is still available and the A34 is still clogged up. That's reassuring, isn't it? I don't think any of those tie in with today's topic. So let's just get cracking. This is um, from Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1, which you can find on Amazon or don't buy it. Just stay here and listen and get the latest, most up to date version of what exactly was I thinking in my 30s. So. I'm watching a webinar designed to promote the role of women in IT, featuring contributions from female business owners and executives. They're going to share their success stories and advise us on how to encourage more girls into the sector. So far, so inspiring. Until four minutes in, one of the panellists says, being a woman in IT is hard because you have to manage so many things, like the shopping. Like the shopping? One small sentence of a woman, one giant negative stereotype for womankind. The rest of the webinar was useful, but I think there might have been people who switched off at that point. It might have been an indicator of her domestic setup, and she probably didn't intend it to sound the way it did, but it did make my heart sink. Of all the challenges I've seen and experienced as a woman working in IT, doing the shopping doesn't make the list. Um, and for those of you that don't know my background, I worked in technology, and I still do um, in some regard, Oh, for the past like 20 odd years, I did 10 years at Microsoft, um, which makes it sound like I went to prison, but it wasn't. Uh, it was mostly like Club Tropicana. Drinks are free. And um, being a woman in tech, being someone from a council estate, from a chaotic background in tech, by the time I was at corporate, was an unusual kind of career trajectory. Easy for me to say. Um... But yeah, I mean, managing everything, like the house, the shopping, the kids, I mean, that's just life stuff, isn't it? That is not about being a woman in IT. So it kind of um, got my goat a little bit. So the actual challenges that I've experienced sit in two camps. Camp number one, encounters with cavemen. Here are my top three cavemen. Number one, the newly appointed sales director who said on my first meeting with him, if I was a customer and you came into my office, I think you were a secretary. Oh, thank you very much. 
and uh, this particular sales director, hello Joe, um, he brought in all the people that worked for the business in sales, so I was internal sales, um, and had a chat with them so he could get to know his new team. And there were a few internal sales um, women, and we were partly based in the office and partly going to sales appointments, and we all wanted to be externals, as we called them. And he told all of us, all of the women, that he basically thought we were secretaries, and so we ought to stay inside doing telesales while the guys got to do the field sales roles. So you can imagine how pissed off we were. Uh, and we left and got more interesting careers that were better paid. <sighs> Made me so angry. The second person was the finance manager who, when I told him I couldn't, uh, oh, I told him I didn't want to buy a car on finance, thought he could change my mind by saying, well, even housewives get finance. What the fuck? <laughs> what? So, uh, yeah, thanks for that. And the third one was the regional director who said to my manager, how can you concentrate with that in the office? And then winked. Nice. You know, people say those were the days. Those weren't the days. That happened in one of my first jobs. Um, and I was 20 and I was very inexperienced. Um, and yeah, I mean, nice. How do you concentrate with that in the office? And I heard him say it. The second camp of people are those who are uninformed such as pupils I met at a careers day who were asked to guess what job I did. They guessed a secretary or a nurse or a veterinary assistant or a shop assistant or a primary school teacher. I wouldn't have minded, but for the fact they had a description of what my job involved. Their guesses were based on what jobs they thought women generally do. So I told them what I did in my day and they looked at me and went, mm, you're a lady, so let's list some lady jobs. But there you go. So the cavemen seem to come from the Al Murray pub landlord view of suitable careers for women uh, and are unlikely to be swayed. And I did go and see Al Murray perform at the Anvil in Basingstoke. He was performing as the pub landlord and he has this kind of shtick at the beginning where he'll pick on people in the audience and go, what's your name? And uh, if you are a woman with a name that sounds like a man's name, he will correct you. So. Or, or if you've got fine British names, so if you say, my name's Henry, you'll go, that's a good British name. And he said, what's your name? And I said, my name's Tony. He went, ah, it's a bloke's name, it's a bloke's name. And then he said, what's your job? What do you do? And I said to him, I'm a partner account manager. He went, no, 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 secretary. He said, oh, you're a nurse, you're a nurse. And then he went along, I was there with my husband and a couple of my brothers, and um, one of my brothers was unemployed at the time. And he said to him, oh, oh, what do you do? My brother went, I don't do nothing. <laughs> and he just moved on, like, that. that's not going to go anywhere, that conversation. So, uh, yeah, I, I've met lots of men that kind of subscribe to that attitude. The... Um, uninformed people I think we can do something about so we can encourage more girls to consider IT we can show them that coding is cool or if it's not their thing and this is important that there are hundreds of other jobs in sales marketing finance training and support and that could help us turn the tide a little bit and even yet yeah, if some of the job descriptions are a bit nebulous or made up 
a lot of the jobs are not as potentially socially useful or as important as other professions and trades, but there are children who may miss out on life transforming opportunities because they have a narrow view of the world of work. Now that part really pissed off somebody and he was like, what do you mean? What do you mean that some jobs in IT have got made up names and are not as socially useful as other careers? And um, we all have our, our role to play. We all have our place in the world and, and all of our jobs make a contribution um, to society in some way, shape or form. But when I was working in IT um, in my early 20s and getting paid, I don't know, 25 grand a year, and my friend who was a nurse wasn't earning anything like that, I stand by it. I mean, you wouldn't want me there if you had um, gashed your knee open and you needed stitches or you needed a vaccination or you needed somebody to stop you from choking. You don't want me there. You want the nurse. So I stand by what I said. And uh, yeah, I think hopefully the gentleman has calmed down there. So how do we make sure the next generation of girls joining the workplace know there's a place for them in IT? Well, basically, we've got to tell them about it. And that's that's all part of what I'm about. And certainly for me, um, the way that I was able to lift myself out of um, financial instability and chaos and create a life where I could give my children the upbringing that I never had um, I needed to find a job in an industry that would pay me that kind of money. I had no family money to fall back on. And I think we get a bit squeamish about this sometimes. You know, I would have loved to have started off in a creative career straight out of school. But you can't do that when your family has no money and you can't stay at home. So um, if you are in tech, if you are a woman in tech um tell kids about it tell them how great it is and when I go into schools I talk to them about the um not the fact that it's just a, an interesting place to work the fact that it is an industry it is well paid and I would like to thank all of my IT um, company customers that bring me into their businesses um and work with me because um it's because of the industry that I've been able to achieve what I have today um so that's that I am really glad that you are joining me. I love having you here. You're keeping me honest. I hope that I'm giving you a bit of connection and um, I'll be back with you tomorrow. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give it a share. Thanks. Bye bye. <laughs>